So what do brands like Apple, Coca-Cola and Virgin all have in common? They're all outstanding brands which people like you and me use and recognize each and every day. If you want to wrap your head around branding and build one that's outstanding, don't go anywhere. Welcome back to episode number eight of the Open for Business podcast. Thanks very much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. There's a fair few podcasts out there, but the fact that you're tuning into this one tells me that you are the type of person who wants to turn something that you're passionate about into a profit. Maybe you've got a business idea, you want to start your own side gig, whatever it might be, this is the podcast for you, so don't go anywhere. Keep on listening. Are you listening in the car? Are you heading to work? Maybe you're walking the dog, could be going to the gym, wherever it is, listening to this episode, keep tuned in guys, there is lots of value coming your way. Quick check-in before we get to today's episode, how are you going? I haven't had any comments in the show notes for last week's episode, what did you think of it? Let me know. If you've got any questions guys, please do head over to the show notes and leave a comment for episode 8 and I will make sure that you get a response from me personally. I respond to each and every one of them, guys. So if you've got a question, if you want to say good day, head over to the show notes and leave a comment. It'd be awesome to hear from you guys. Now, I also have a listener review to read out. Uh, this is one that has been left on iTunes and I love it when people leave a review on iTunes. Not only does it tell me what people think of the show and give me some feedback, it also helps boost this podcast up the iTunes rankings and gets more people listening to it. And the more people that listen to this podcast, the better it will be. Let's create a bit of a tribe, guys. The Open for Business tribe. Let's get a bit of a... Uh, yeah, a bit of love happening for Open for Business. Would really appreciate it. But here's some love from a listener who has left a review, which I really do love. This one is from Esky Moin EC from the US of A, all the way over there in America. I know I have lots of listeners from America, so thanks very much, guys, for tuning in. This uh, review, um, they've left some lovely words for me, and it goes like this. This podcast is so great because it will motivate you but also give you the practical knowledge you need to succeed. What I also love is that you don't need to be a millionaire to benefit from the discussions. The tips are accessible to young entrepreneurs who are just getting started. Well worth your time. Thank you very much. Eskimoin, you know who you are. You're listening to this show. Um, thank you very much for leaving that review. I really do appreciate it. And if you would like to leave a review for iTunes, please do head on over. I read each and every one of them out on an upcoming episode. If you've already got a business or a website or something, leave it in the review. If you've got a question for me, you can leave that in the review as well and I'll make sure that I give you a shout out and answer your question on an upcoming episode. All right, that's enough from me. Let's kick into today's interview with the creative director of One Out Creative, the business that is all about helping entrepreneurs and small businesses build an outstanding brand. And Joel is the owner and director of this company 
and he's going to take us down this winding road that is branding and tell us how the steps that we need in order to build a brand of our own, an outstanding brand of our own. Let's uh, let's give Apple and Virgin and Coca-Cola a run for their money, guys. Let's build an outstanding brand. It is possible. That's enough from me. Let's jump straight into the interview, and I will catch you on the other side. Joel, uh, welcome to Open for Business. Thanks for having a chat to us. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be uh, here to talk with you today. Excellent, mate. Um, just for everybody listening, um, we connected uh, via Periscope, wasn't that correct? It was actually. I remember I was in the supermarket of all places and uh, had just got stuck into Periscope, sort of testing the waters out with it. And uh, I saw your Periscope had come up, your broadcast, and jumped on there. And the things that you had to say um, had intrigued me enough to uh, stop my shopping for the day. <laughs> and um, yeah, we reached out from there and. Uh, that's how we first sort of touched base. We've been uh, we've been watching each other's scopes ever since. Uh, it's been good. Exactly. The world, yeah, been the great. world of social media. It's awesome, isn't it, for connecting people? Oh, it is. It's um, it's an amazing platform, really. That yeah, you can just reach out to people you've never talked to before. Who you know, you share similar interests, and um, next thing you know, you know, you have you can form these relationships with people, um, which which is yeah, really exciting. I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Joel, for everybody listening, you are the creative director at One Out Creative. Um, just tell us a little bit about uh, what you're all about. Cool. Well, um, I founded uh, One Out Creative five, um, over, just over five years ago, and the whole business was really set up to help entrepreneurs and small business owners, I guess, to create them like an, a really amazing brand um, and help them take their their branding and their marketing to the next level. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and, and it's really been, the whole time we've been at like 100% dedicated really just to make those people's brands to succeed and regardless of really whatever market that they compete in. Nice, okay. So yeah. it doesn't sort and, of matter and, and, what, um, doesn't matter what particular area you're in, um, it's, it's well, all branding and you've got, you've got options. Yeah, well, predominantly we actually um, specialise in the service-based industry, so things like chiropractor, physio, builders, plumbers, counsellors, you know, hairdressers, personal trainers, the yeah. list kind of goes on, but it's it's people more who sell a service for um, for money. Nice. Uh, we do have clients, though, who sell products, but our core specialty is really in those people who sell service-based. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, Joel... The uh, the first question, which I do love to uh, ask my uh, guests that come on the show, is: What did you always want to be when you grew up? Was uh, was branding always something that you uh, wanted to get into, or was that something that kind of happened down the track? Actually, funny enough, uh, no, nothing. I didn't even really know of branding back then. Um, and growing up, the, the thing that I wanted to be was a teacher, so a school teacher. Nice. Um, yeah, and. Uh, I think I just uh, I was attracted more just to helping people learn things. Okay. But funny enough, as we went through school and you know throughout university, just never really um, took that path of being wanting to go further with doing teaching. Um, branding and stuff kind of came later on down the track. So how far did you sort of get with teaching? Like, did you complete uh, your degree, or where did you sort of oh, get no, to? Oh no, no, it was solely just a thought when I was at primary school. That was like what I wanted to be when I was growing older. Um, and I, I think once I got to school level, um, it just kind of fizzled out over time. Yep. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, or just maybe like a lot of people, when I got to the end of school years, um, just kind of didn't wasn't a hundred percent sure which path I wanted to take. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Mm. What what uh, what did you end up doing after school? Well, after school, I ended up going to university and studying business, um, and got a double degree in marketing and management. Excellent. Yeah, um, I guess I went to do that just because I thought at that stage that would be the best thing for me to do. Yep. Um, a lot of my friends and stuff actually didn't go to uni, so I was kind of bucked the trends a little bit. Nice. Um, Nothing wrong with that. And if you can't, if you, yeah, if you can't pick up on my accent, I'm actually originally from New Zealand. So. Oh look, I, I, um, I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to say anything, <laughs> but you, you you've brought it up first, so no worries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I went to university um, in Auckland. Um, on the North Island of New Zealand for anyone who's never been there but yeah I've been now in Australia for actually pretty much the entire time since I started One Out Creative which is just over five and a half years now you still loving Australia? absolutely awesome absolutely love it yeah <laughs> great good stuff so um, after the when you were doing the business course was there a particular job that you were thinking about going for did you have anything in mind or are you still just heading through the course doing business and wanted to see where to take you? Yeah, well, um, while doing the marketing papers, I, I really started to get interested and engaged with those sort of topics. Yep. Um, so I didn't really know what marketing was for a job, I guess, but um, that's where I started to look, and I started to look for entry-level marketing assistant roles. Okay. Um, and I ended up in my final year of university, just finishing up, I ended up applying for a role. That was a marketing assistant role at um, Hyundai Motors, which over here they pronounce it Hyundai, but uh, I guess the Koreans pronounce it Hyundai. Yeah, it's a little and, bit different. Um, yeah, yeah, but that was a um, head office role in Auckland, um, doing the marketing assistant role there. And yeah, out of 300 applicants or so, I ended up getting the role, which I was extremely happy about. Awesome. Well done. Congrats. Where does um yeah. if someone's interested in marketing, like where do you go to to try and find jobs in that field? Oh well, back then, I mean, I if you're interested in marketing, I think you, it's changed heaps since I did it. Okay. Um, marketing back then never had social media and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, digital right. wasn't even really a huge, wasn't really that huge. But nowadays, marketing is kind of um you're trying you're really putting two elements into it. I think a lot of people are looking, or employers, are looking for also people with graphic design skills um, and web design, a little bit of web. Yeah. Um, so marketing is becoming more of an all-encompassing sort of solution mm. where it's not just about putting an ad in a paper. Um, it's really looking at everything, every single medium where you can get your message out there. Yeah, that's um, right. And so for people, I guess, who are starting out looking for marketing and looking for jobs, just start, it doesn't matter what business you work for because you can market any business um, and it's just a matter of putting together a portfolio and trialing like what works and what doesn't work in the particular industry you're going for or that you're interested in, I guess. Yeah, okay, good advice, nice. So let's get back to um, branding. Um, what is branding? I mean, for anybody starting out, if, um, if they are in a service-based business, if they want to start their own business, what what does branding mean and, and why is it important? Yeah, well, it's a great question because a lot of people, I think, get branding and marketing mixed up 
well, they don't actually know what the difference is. And really, branding itself is all about perception, um, which means like it's it's about creating your identity's look and feel, um, you know, style and culture, and it's making your target audience sort of perceive your brand in a particular way. Yep. Um, and I guess it, what it is is really about what people think about your business when they see the brand name. And that's what branding's all about. It's about how do you put your, how do you make yourself look, or how do you make yourself, you know, be perceived in a certain way. Yep. I think and, um, and a lot of people, um, you hear that phrase, like they say that you know a brand, your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Is that is that true? Do you reckon? Hundred percent. Yeah, I really, I, I like that. I think it is. It's um, it's more than marketing is different in, in the sense that marketing is all about trying to find a particular channel to promote a message. Yep. Whereas branding is about the way you position yourself and the way that you try and make people think about you. Yeah. So, and that's so. And why I guess the question why you say why is it important is because at the end of the day, um, your brand as a whole can either make or break the way that you succeed in the marketplace. So, people. Um, I guess if you're not going to be in touch with your audience for the right reasons, um, you won't get to where you want to be yeah. moving forward. Okay. And it's, I think a, a major part of, of branding and, and building a brand is, is about making that emotional connection with your target audience. It's, you, want, um, you want that emotional connection so that when they see your brand, whenever they come across a touch point, um, it they have the feeling of, you know, they either, they love the brand, it gets them excited, it's something that they, you know, they really enjoy, it's a product that they love, um, and that's that's all emotional, that's what we are as humans, we're emotional, so um, do you agree that branding needs um, to have that element of emotional connection? Absolutely, 100%, yeah, I think, um, especially nowadays with social media and it's all about being social, you have to have an emotional touch to your brand, mm. otherwise, uh if you've got nothing, it's going to make it a lot harder for you to stand out. That's right. I mean, they, um, keep, so they yeah. keep talking about so much. There's so much noise out there and you've got to break through the noise and all that sort of thing. And um, I suppose that's where you need to use your brand as, as you know, the, the beacon at the front to, to draw people to you using that emotional connection. That's how you stand out. If people love what you're about, then, you know, you've already got a foot in the door. Yeah, you're too right. Yeah. You're right. Nice. What's um? What are some of the things that we sort of need to focus on when we're starting out to build a brand? What's the what sort of process do we need to go through? Uh, the, I think the very first thing you really got to know or identify is what who your target audience is, um, and and really get specific with it. So right to the point of like where do they live? How much money do they earn? Are they male? Are they female? Do they have kids? You know, are they, what are their interests? Everything. Um, mm. You probably heard. You may have heard the term. Um, they call it an avatar. So, like, who is your avatar? Your ideal, sort of like your ideal sort of client. Yes. Yes. Um, and you got you got to go right down to to those sort of details to figure out who who they are. Because I I see on a day to day basis a lot of people saying, oh, I, I want to sell my product or my service to everyone, like everyone in the world. Yeah. And, and it it doesn't kind of work like that. You've got to really be specific because then what you do is you tailor all of your marketing collateral and all of your branding messages to be focused on that avatar. Yeah. 
I think that's a really important point that you've made there. When you're starting out, um, whether it's a business, whether it's a side gig, whether you're, you're you know, starting out as an entrepreneur, we have to be careful that we don't try and create a product or a service that you know we expect to please everybody because it's never going to happen. Like If you try and please everybody, nobody's going to like it. So I think that's a really important point where you need to try and find that niche and, as you said, create that avatar and then promote that product to that area not try and promote it to everybody yeah totally it's um it's really key to to do that because once you once you get the ball rolling and you've started your business you will find um sooner than later like what sort of clients you like working with and who who are attracted to you and who pay you the most money and all that sort of stuff yeah and um and then you you sort of tailor it your business as you go forward to make sure that you capture more of those people that you enjoy working with. Nice. So for anyone who does want to start out and try and um, nut down who their avatar is, what's the best way to do that? Like, do you just grab a piece of paper and a pen and start writing things down or what, uh, what suggestions have you got there? Yeah, well, um, I guess you've got to know what you're selling, definitely. Yep. Like, 100% know what the price is, where you're selling it to, all those things. Yep. Um, and... Once you know exactly what that is, I always do recommend doing a bit of research. So actually ask people who you, who you may think would be interested in your product and ask them questions like, you know, is this something you'd be interested in? Or um, if, if you were to be interested in something like this, what do you think it would look like? What do you think the messages would be? It's just really getting um, into the heads. Like research can do wonders for your business. Um, and yeah, trying to figure out who your avatar is or... I would um, even trial your product to those people prior. Um, test prior the, test the market sort of thing. Yeah, test the market and see because a lot of times people think that their avatar um, is a particular type and they then sell it or and they realise that it's actually not the person they want to be working with or it's not getting them the return that they are wanting and you, mm. they may try to go somewhere else. So... In the interim, like at the starting phase, it is quite daunting. Um, but yeah, don't go too broad. Do try and think of a specific type and just get your, get your feelers out there. Start talking to people, um, start interacting with your target audience and um, you'll slowly but surely get there in terms of figuring it all out. Yeah, exactly. It's about making sure that you, you sort of spend a bit of time tweaking that product or service to your customer because... Even though you think um, your product or service might be great, um, sometimes there might be little changes, little tweaks that you need to, to do to really make that uh, kick home and, and become popular. Absolutely. That's yeah. right. Nice. What, um, what else is involved in branding? So we've created our avatar. We've, we've surveyed some people. We've tested our product. We know that it's going to be popular. We know that it's going to sell. Um, then where do we move to from there? From there, then you really got to create what I call the visual identity. So um, the most important one being your logo. Yep. Um, got to love a logo. Your logo. Yeah, I know. And it's really got to encompass everything that you are. So you, you're the person, the face of the business, I guess. Um, what your visions are, your values, um, where you, your, your sort of mission, and all those sort of things. What you tying into your target audience. Mm. Um, colors. There's a whole heap to it. Like colors definitely can make or break a brand um if you're for example if you had a target audience of say females and you're 
um, you've got a logo that's um, all black and dark blues and whatever, the more more male dominated, it might it might be harder to cut through to that market. Yeah, that's an important point. Yeah, and it's it's really coming up with a clever logo, um, and then from that, making sure that everything, all your marketing collateral is consistent with the the corporate identity. So your colours, your fonts. Um, the, the way even that you illustrate things and um, display you know visual images and things like that, whether it's professional or whether it's fun, just the whole theme behind it. Um, it has to be consistent. I see all too often uh, small businesses who start up try and get their branding and things done on the cheap and normally they don't actually know what fonts they're using and they just kind of put a whole heap of things together and it kind of looks all mix and match and it's quite hard if you were to show that to someone who doesn't know the brand, they might not be aware of that, that they were offering the same service um, somewhere else. So yeah. yeah, just try and keep try and keep consistent. Yeah, yeah, I really like that point, and I think um, I can I can relate to that because um, having a, a website built and I'm in the position where I'm doing my own like um, social media images and I'm doing um, fonts and show notes and all this sort of thing, and just you saying that now. That's something that I haven't put enough thought to because I'm thinking, hey, you know, I've used lots of different fonts on different things and maybe it wasn't quite the right way to go. So, yeah, there is a lot to it, isn't there? Oh, there is indeed. Yeah, I think that word consistency is, is key, is just making sure that if you're reading a message on one, say, social media account and then you're looking at another, like, do they match up? Are they different stories? Um You've got to make sure that it all kind of flows really nicely. And mm. Anyone, when they think of your name, they think of the one thing. That's um, right. That's what it's all about. Yeah, and I think um, again, it's it can take some planning. If you're if you're a um, if you're a person that's in the beginning stages of your business or whatever you're working on, um, it's good to try and remember to keep everything consistent and write down to things like your your social media handles and. You know the um, the images that you use in social media, your profile pictures. It's a good idea to try and keep them consistent across the different platforms and different social media platforms as well, isn't it? Oh, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah, mm. those, those things um, people kind of overlook sometimes, especially like you're saying the Twitter handles and with social media accounts. You know, another one is uh, email addresses and stuff like that. People using their Gmails and um, having them on their flyers or their Hotmail accounts and they're yeah. from. You know, it's not the greatest look, ago. is it? <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's, uh, I know it's, it's, it's hard when you start out because you try and do everything on the cheap and you just want it to all work. But at the same time, people um, can pick up on these things quite easily. Yeah. And sometimes they attribute the cheap look to a cheap service, which is not, unless that's what you offer, um, it's not normally the best, best way to start out. So um, yeah. just try and keep... Just try and uh, yeah, make it look as professional as you can. And I mean, even if you are starting out for for only a few dollars a month, like you can get a domain name and you can create that email address that's got your business name in it. And I think that a lot of a lot of the time, uh, the return on that investment really is worth it. Because I mean, I know myself. Like if I see um, if I'm communicating with someone in a business and they give me their their business email and yeah, it ends in hotmail.com or Gmail or one of those other ones. You sort of, you know, you, you get that, you, you jump to conclusions a little bit, don't you? Oh, I do. I, I'm talking yeah. like that though because I, um, I'm, in, I'm in it every day and 
I automatically think if I see something like that, like you said, um, I think, oh, this person's just um, don't take their business very seriously. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. So, um, what's the next step in our branding? Uh, well, I guess uh, it all depends on what your objective is. Um, it's and 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 what your budget is too. True. But the um. The, the the thing is just making sure the one you got you got say you got your logo you've got all your corporate identity you've got to think about um, the marketing collateral now that supports that brand and how you're going to get your message out to the market mm-hmm. um, and now as you're probably aware you know the biggest thing at the moment is online and digital um, so a website is just like an absolute must it's no longer a nice to have it's sort of like it's yeah it's you just got to have it um, yeah yep. And uh, and from there is things like well, depending, everyone's got different strategies on how they sell to their audience. But um, whether you need um, certain social media accounts to be set up, um, whether you need to create particular direct um, marketing pieces, so whether they're you know flyers or brochures or letterbox dropouts or um, you know even from going above the line stuff like television commercials and radio advertising, uh, really thinking about what's the message you want to give out. Um, also think of uh, a big thing is your sales funnel. So how, how are you going to get them in um, and engaged with you and, and how are you going to get them into your core sort of product or service that you offer? Mm, good point. Yeah. And again, it's that, that point of making sure that everything is consistent so that people can recognize your brand and they can connect with the brand and yeah if they can follow it all the way through the sales funnel like you mentioned from your social media all the way down to your core product then that's where that's where you're going to find a lot of success yeah that's it it's um it is fun it doesn't have to be too extreme the whole the way that you set it all up i think you you you, in your funnel anyway you have just one particular message that you want to shoot to people who have never been interacted with your brand before and sort of get them on board with that. And then from there, they can follow your journey to wherever you want to sort of take them. But don't want to overcrowd them with a 100 different messages um, because it can become quite confusing. Yes. Yep. Nice. Excellent. Let's do a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a case, well, not so much case study, but a little bit of a review. You've seen, uh, you've had a look over the Open for Business website, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There was only one answer to that question. Um, do you have any? Do you have any tips? Okay, let's. Uh, so everybody that's listening into this episode, um, they can check out the Open for Business website as well. Do you have some tips on from a branding perspective, or some areas which um, we're not quite getting it right um, that people can then jump on the website, have a bit of a look, or the social media, or wherever it might be, and say, "Yep, I see what Joel's talking about there." Yeah, yeah. Well, I think for you, um, I. First of all, I want to say what you're doing is amazing. Um, everything Thanks, that you're giving out to the, your listeners um, out in the social media world as well, I think it's great. So, from a branding perspective and stuff, you know, you, you're doing a great job. You, you, you only started not too long ago, and already you, you know, seeing huge results, which I'm um, really happy for you about that. Thanks, man. Um, and I guess for tips moving forward is just thinking. I know you're you're all about what well, it's empowering youth to try and start up their own business is that right that's exactly right yep turning yeah, your passion so, into a profit mate yeah that's it yeah. Um, so I guess you could define um, 
<laughs> who who counts as a youth these days um, from from uh, from an age point of view. Yeah. And um, I probably just fall out of that bracket, but uh, no. Um, <laughs> and, and, does does sixty cover it? No, I'm only joking. <laughs> no, so yeah, just thinking who they are because what you want to do is you want to make sure then that your website and all the other stuff is actually targeted to them. Yes. So these are the little things. Um, things one is determining a your personal brand and separating that from b your corporate brand. So your open for business brand should have its own look and feel. And your personal Anthony Murphy brand should also have its own look and feel. Yep. At the moment, there's a little bit of um, entwining the two, which is okay. But I guess it's from an open for business branding point of view, it would be having everything on that website that is catered towards youth and really inspiring them to build their own business. So things like, even things like colours, like what are youths really like? Are they vibrant? Do they like, you know, the blues and reds and pinks and... Uh, light, light, lighter colours. Um, yeah. Things like um, even down to what clothes you wear. So you, I know one of your profile photos is a nice um, sort of businessy looking shirt. I'm glad <laughs> but, you picked up on that. <laughs> so it's just funny, but things like that, or versus um, if a youth might like something that's a bit more casual, maybe I don't know. Yeah. But it's um, it's just really talking to your target audience and finding out. What is it about it that they like? These are the three questions I ask all my clients is when you're looking at your overall brand. Is, and the first one is, what are the things, and ask your target audience this, is what are the things that they think you're doing really well? Um, and obviously keep whatever that is. Two is what are the things they think aren't working well? Yep. And obviously ditch those things. And then the third one is what are some things that they think could be done to, to make improve your brand. Nice. Okay. Um, and and those really will help you just create more of a, a solid brand in, in terms of the way you look and feel um, and try and push um, either like make sure that one brand is really obvious for the corporate versus the personal. So maybe for you at the moment, I know you're kind of got a bit of a your twitter handle is the anthony g murphy mm. for twitter yep. and that's the open for business you might want to change that one to be your personal account yep. and just say that you are the founder of open for business um and you inspire you to start up turn their passion into a profit and Excellent. then you might create another twitter account which is solely for the open for business website mm. and tell them what that's all about and I mean, it's it's hard because it means more management of two different accounts and things like that. Yeah. But it just makes it less confusing for the consumer, I think. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And all those points are right on the money. Um, I spent a little bit of time uh, just recently checking out and trying to change that Twitter handle to Open for Business. Um, someone yeah. else has taken that just Open for Business. But, of course, there's lots of variations you can play around with. So... I yeah, think yeah. it's I think it's that point of yeah trying to nut out that that handle that will still um, be able to people will be able to identify it with open for business um, and yeah. and yeah look um, like the the shirt in the video thing as well that's another thing like hey I'm starting out um, I don't have all the answers and 
I, I do know that I've watched a lot of uh, and read a lot of content lately where you've got to be true to yourself. And I think that's that's one little error that I've made, especially in those first few videos that I've done where, yeah, I have. I've gone and popped on a shirt. Like I've taken the T-shirt off. I've popped on a shirt. Um, and yeah, probably not the right way to go because, yeah, that's not necessarily me. Like, I mean, I don't wear a shirt all day. And like you mentioned, that, that target audience of, you know, engaging with, with young people, um, you know, you don't need to be in a shirt and look all business-like. I mean, you've got to be casual, you've got to be yourself, and then that's what they're going to relate to at the end of the day. Yeah, that's right. you just got to match who you are, which is that's what, who you are, and match who, I guess, the brand is trying to be, and you'll, um, you'll, you'll, um, you'll, you'll, you already are anyway. You're appealing to those people, you know, who are interested in what you have to to provide to all your listeners and stuff so I think you're doing a great job and all this all the other stuff is just sort of minor tweaks here and there just to over time just improve the overall image nice I appreciate that mate thanks very much let's get back to One Out Creative Um, what can One Out Creative do to help uh, us with our branding help uh, build that brand of ours do you have some services what can you provide for anyone listening who might need some help with their brand yeah absolutely so I guess the service um, offerings are split into two areas. Okay. Uh, one is branding and the other is marketing. Nice. So the branding side of things is really working with the client um, to build them that outstanding brand that they've always wanted. Um, and this, the particular services from there are things like logo design. That's one. Um, and then once you've got your logo design done, you want your corporate identity and things done, which will be business cards and if you need letterheads and with compliment slips and things like that. Um, and once you've got that, then thinking about uh, the other elements that you need for marketing your business, which may be flyers or brochures or, or you know, a newsletter or any of those sort of things, the graphic design um, services. Okay. Um, and then the other part of it from the marketing point of view is we're also very involved with helping our clients get customers. So it's not just sort of like, here's your brand, see you later. It's actually, okay, well, now that you've got your brand, how do you market it and how do you get customers to pay for your service? And yeah. one of the things that we're, we're quite proud of is we're an official Google partner. Um, so we've actually, well, I've personally managed over $3 million in AdWords spend for, for different clients. That's, um, uh, that's no small amount of dough. No, no. So it's, uh, it's a big part of the business. We help a lot of clients get customers through advertising on Google. Um, so that's just one thing. And then the other thing is really is just um, setting up, whether it's an online presence through a website, um, whether it's through social media, um, creating you know unique Facebook pages or Twitter or whatever platform we think is best for your particular business. Um, and then, yeah, just that overall encompassing sort of where that, that company you go to if you really need help to promote and market your business. Nice. Great. Excellent stuff. And how can people like contact you? Is if they're going to uh, if they want to get in touch with One Out Creative, uh, is um, can they if they're not in um, Queensland where you're situated, are they able yeah. to um, still kind of work with you over the internet? If if they're in Melbourne, if they're in Perth, if they're somewhere else around the world, uh, are you still able to help them? Absolutely, yeah. I've dealt with um, people from literally all different countries in the world, so that's the beauty of the internet. That's <laughs> um, it. Yeah, so we've got systems in place where we can easily help out people um, from all around. Um, we love working with, obviously, Australians, but um, 
yeah, to find us, all you'd have to do is just go and type in oneoutcreative.com.au. So for those, the one out is O-N-E-O-U-T, creative.com.au. Excellent. Um, and if you want to... If you want to connect with myself, I mean, I'm on social media all the time. Um, you can either uh, find... I've got my personal profile on Twitter, which is Joel underscore Grant underscore. Or you can just... I mean, One Out Creative is on pretty much all social media platforms. So you can just find us there. Um, and, yeah, just ask any question you have and happy to help. And for everyone listening, make sure that you jump onto Periscope, even if you don't have the app yet. Download it. Search for One Out Creative and uh, follow Joel on Periscope because he is going to give away loads and loads of gold on his scopes, just as he has in this interview. So if you do want some extra tips with your branding and to help grow your business, check him out on Periscope and across all social media. Joel, absolutely fantastic, mate. I've really enjoyed having you on the show. Um, really looking forward to, uh, to talking to you again in the future. And uh, I'll make sure that all those uh, social media links and all the website details and everything go in the show notes so that people can get in touch with you. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time and for all the awesome stuff that you're doing. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate it. So after that interview, how do you feel about branding? Reckon you can start building your own brand? I reckon so. If you need to, just head back to the start of that interview and jot down a few notes. There's a great step-by-step process that Joel has left us there. Lots and lots of value, guys. So there is plenty of stuff there that you can use, plenty of actionable tips that you can use to start building a brand of your very own. If you've got any questions, guys, if there's something that we didn't cover in that interview, that's awesome. Just leave a comment in the show notes. Leave your question in the show notes for episode 8 and Joel and I will answer those questions for you. Now, top learnings for this week, guys. I've got three this week. Number one, don't try and please everyone. So if we try and please everyone, guys, no one's going to like it. You can't try and build a product or a brand that every single person in the world is going to use and love. It's just not going to happen. Even for Apple, Coca-Cola, and Virgin, not everybody loves Apple. Lots of people complain about Virgin, and not everybody likes to drink soft drink. So you can't please everyone, guys. So keep that in mind. Think about your target audience and really try and focus on a niche, a little area that you can start on of people who will want to buy your product. Like Joel mentioned, create that avatar first, okay? Learning number two, interact with your target audience to grow your following. So especially if you're just starting out, if you're just starting to build a brand, if you're only in the ideas stage, even if you have already started a business, if you want to create a bit of a tribe, guys, if you want a bit of a following, you need to interact with that audience, whether it's via email or social media or on the phone, whatever it might be, whatever's the best medium to use for your particular business or the area that you're in, interact with your target audience, guys. Get out there, make sure that people see you and start providing value for your target audience. And in turn, they're going to come back to your website, to your business, whatever it might be, and want more of the value that you're sharing. Learning number three, lucky last, your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Okay, that's the 
number one way to wrap up branding, okay? It's what people say when about you and your business when you're not in the room. It's that simple. So whatever you want people to be talking about, if you want them to be enthusiastic and passionate and recommend their your product to their, their friends and their family, build an outstanding brand and it, the work will be done for you. People will refer your product or your service for you. You'll create raving fans and success will be just around the corner. Well, that's just about a wrap for episode number eight, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. It uh, it helps so much when I get the uh, the feedback from the listeners, the reviews on iTunes. It really keeps me going. There's a little bit of love coming through on Twitter as well. So please let me know what you think of the show. Would love to hear from you guys. If you've got any questions, shoot them through to me. You can hit me up with an email. Just send it to Anthony at openforbusiness.net.au. Now, I recently have, since recording this episode with Joel, have changed a few things with my own brand, with Open for Business. There's a few things that have changed. Uh, Twitter handles for one thing. The Open for Business Twitter handle has changed and it is now at Open for Business, drop the last S and add a dash, an underscore. Okay, that is the new Twitter handle for Open for Business. If you're already following me, you don't have to do anything. It's just changed automatically. And now my personal account is Anthony G. Murphy, as the old one was, but it is now a new account. So it's at Anthony G. Murphy for my personal account, guys. Or you can head over to the Open for Business Twitter handle, which is at Open for Business drop the last S and leave and put an underscore on the end of it. Also, we are looking at changing a few things with the website. So there's a couple of things that were mentioned during that episode, like uh, me doing my introduction videos and I'm wearing a shirt. Yeah, not a great idea. I wanted to make sure that uh, when I did um, film those intro clips, that I was looking um, serious about what I was doing and wasn't just slopping around in a t-shirt. But hey, I don't wear a I don't wear a shirt day in day out, and this podcast isn't necessarily for uh, a lot of business people who wear shirts and carry a briefcase to work, which is fine if that's what you do. That's awesome, but I need to niche down on open for business and build my brand and make sure that I'm being me and making sure that I'm being relatable. So that's what it's all about. It's not about trying to act like um, something that you're not, even though I wasn't in those videos, but I could have left just the uh, just the humble old t-shirt on, guys. And uh, that is something that I'm going to be working on in the future. So there'll be a new introduction video, new videos coming out uh, on a much more regular basis. So stay tuned for those. And uh, there's a couple of interesting things uh, in the pipeline, which I will fill you on in upcoming episodes. Um, the Hub, guys. Keep that in mind. The Hub. I'll fill you in uh, in upcoming episodes. So you'll just have to tune in to find out. 
Also, um, if you would like to leave a rating and a review for this podcast, you can do so over in iTunes. If you're not sure how to do that, there is a link in the show notes for each and every episode. So you can just head to the show notes, scroll down to where it says uh, rating and review and click the link there and it'll take, take you straight to the page. Easy as that, guys. All right, that's a wrap from me. I hope you got loads of value from this podcast. I'm keen to hear what you think about uh, the podcast in general and open for business. Love to get some feedback, guys. Hope you can catch me over on episode nine. We will see you there. Until then, stay motivated, keep working towards those goals, and we will talk to you very soon. Bye for now. 